This is the Becoming Unbreakable War Room with Jason Kuhn. This podcast is meant to help you skyrocket your life, your marriage, your business, and your family, all while crushing your biggest competition, you yesterday. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the Becoming Unbreakable War Room with your boy, Jason Kuhn. And today, my co-host is Krista Kuhn. She's in the house. It's about time. It's only been about five episodes in between. Finally, I drug her back on. (laughs) So, welcome. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. All right. Today, let's get the party started. Um, But before we do, of course, I need to tell you about one thing, and that is I need you guys to help us share this podcast all right put it out on your social media if you get some value from it if you get something good you took away from it put it out there post it to your friends send a link go on itunes go on stitcher whatever platform you're listening to it on go on there and give it a share give us a review too if you haven't done so give us a review it's much appreciated um it helps us a lot okay helps get the word out helps build the movement we're not doing this, uh, you know, we don't get paid to do this podcast. We do it because we want to. Um, so we just ask that you guys help us out. That's your little contribution is give us a little share if you get some value from it. With that being said, let's get into the program today. What is it about, hon? How we balance it all. Mm. How we balance what? Our life? Our life. Owning okay. our own business, our marriage, all the rugrats we have to take care of. Yeah, so typically, you know, just there's I like the trifecta, right? So you got three areas being married, that's one. Okay, and that in itself has a lot of stuff that goes into it, right? A lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy. Um, that's number one. Number two, having kids so you had kids to the mix and now what you just did is you complicated life a little bit more then you got number three and that's if you if you're really crazy you get married you have kids and you have a business um because a business is usually a 24 hour a day job okay it doesn't stop days are off you're not off so anybody that thinks that they're going to get um go and, and and start a business and be an entrepreneur. And by the way, it's very, uh, nowadays everybody wants to do it, which is cool, I like that. But um, you know, with the Instagram and everything like that going on, everybody thinks it's like this get rich overnight, you know, flying on private jets and you know, six months in, you, you have it all. It takes time, it takes a lot of effort. Um, and then the fourth thing to that is what? That's a good question. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> number four is number one, marriage. Number two, kids. Number three, having a business. Number four, having a special needs child in that mix of children. Mm. So that is the whole mix. Um, that's a concoction for uh, craziness. Disaster. <laughs> that is, yes, it is. It can be. So a lot of people ask us, you know, like, how do you guys do it? What's your day like? Things like that. Um, and I guess a lot of time, 
I'd love to give an answer like this is how it's done, but it's really, it's not like that. That It changes. It changes from day to day. There's not one, any, any one set answer um, or solution. Other and it's going to be different be for everybody. Flexible. You yeah, have you to have flexible. to be flexible. You have to be flexible. That's it. That's one thing. But that's still at that point, that's not even a, that's just something that is a necessity. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have that. Um, all right. So let's jump into it. That's the question. That is the question that we get a lot. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. It's a question that we ask ourselves a lot too. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. sat down so many times and, and I've said, you know, kind of give me your top three priorities. What do you want to come home to? And, and I'll kill that top three, but I can't do everything. Spread myself way too thin. And then everything is just kind of mediocre. And I don't want to live a mediocre life. Yeah, mediocre sucks. Especially if it's all around. You can be mediocre in some things. Yeah. As long as you have highs too, I feel. That's, that's, what I, that's how I feel about it. Well, and learning what's in, important to each other. Yeah. That's that's a priority, you know, because, because I could sit here and think that the only thing that you care about is coming home to a gourmet meal every day when really um, you come home and the kids' toys are everywhere, laundry's not done, dishes are piling up, and you can't even focus on sitting down and having a conversation because the mess drives you crazy. I mean, typically, my favorite thing to come home to is a string cheese and four meatballs. All right, that's touche. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's what I had for dinner last night. It's balance, baby. It's balance. <laughs> I had one string cheese, and no, I actually had five meatballs. <laughs> that was the dinner which I got ready for him. <laughs> which were from the night before. That was what was left over. So, needless to say, I did offer you a baked potato. <laughs> I did offer you leftover steak. I offered you leftover rotel dip, but you didn't want any of that so yeah needless to say um i did just get done on a a workout i just gone got that done training (laughs) and uh i was feeling pumped up so that string cheese and five meatballs definitely definitely helped uh the muscle help build help (laughs) replenish yeah well and anybody knows you knows that your (laughs) appetite is huge and it definitely didn't do anything for you but, but it's typically not like that, tr- truly. Um, <laughs> I'm just messing around. Sometimes it is. Um, but we did a, uh, what was it? The Love Languages. Remember? The mm-hmm. book. All right. So we did, what was it called? It was just a languages. test, right? Yeah. The book was called The Five Love Languages. And we did a test in the back of it. If you guys haven't done it, it's kind of cool just to see where, where it says that you are. Um, but it, you thought it was pretty spot on for you, right? Yeah. What did it say? Well, my love language is quality time. And yours was quality time, but also words of affirmation. Yeah, it was. That's right. That's right. And uh, I think when we did that, how long ago was that? Two years ago? Just a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, it was about two years ago. It was pretty on, I thought, for, even for me. Mm-hmm. You know? I, uh, I'm not a... Like, I like to just hang out at home. That's my thing. Yeah. You know, if I'm not, like, I don't like to go out. I don't like to party. I don't like to do all that. Like, I like to train. I like to work. I like to be around, you know, our team members. And, and I like to come home. And I like to be with family and do stuff here. Um, 
I'm not big anymore, anymore. Now, this was not always the case, but anymore, I, uh, you know, that's my downtime and I like it. I like, I like that part. You know, we get out, invited out a lot to different things. And truthfully, a lot of times, you know, I just say no, or we can't do it. Um, not because I don't want to, or I don't want to hang out or anything like that. It's just, I just enjoy that downtime, especially really, I really enjoyed after about seven thirty, eight o'clock when the kids go to bed, you know, then it's downtime and it's just the two of us. And, uh, I like that. I like that the most. That is why we go on vacations. Um, and I like going on vacations with other couples too and friends. I like that, but I also like to go on vacations where it's just the two of us. To me, I think that is, uh, that's very important. Well, and that's one way that we try to keep our, our marriage, you know, a priority is spending time with each other since that's very important to both of us, quality time. But quality time could be us just sitting down and watching a movie together alone without the kids running around or interrupting or whatever. Just real. I mean, something that simple can make the end of our day. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for everybody else, you know, this is going to be different. But that's one way that we try. Yeah, to everybody's going to have their own thing. Sending for us, that's what works. Yeah. That's what works for us. How, how do we find that, that that's what worked for us? It was, I don't know. I feel like it was really natural for us, though. Yeah. That's just, that was what we've done since the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We, um... We pretty much scheduled for a long time. We scheduled trips that we would go on vacation together like every... We haven't done this for a while. We need to get back to this. But every three or four months, we were going somewhere. And it wasn't long. It was a couple days, you know, maybe a long weekend or something. Um, And typically, those were all all kid-free. Well, and that's for a reason. That kind of brings the kids and the special needs when you have a special needs child you your adrenaline stays high you're on guard on call 24 7 you never get really to relax because you never know what they're gonna do so being able to go on vacation and being able to really check out and not having the responsibility being able to close your eyes and know that you don't have to listen out yep that alone. Oh, that's huge. <laughs> yeah. That is freaking huge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, when we leave, especially whenever we leave and we leave the country, then I feel like I'm like, my phone is off. And that's the mm-hmm. only time that ever happens. Yeah. You know, I throw it in the safe and I don't look at it. I might look at it at night one time, turn it back on, make sure everything's good, you know, at home or whatever. But, uh. Typically, we don't have phones. We have nothing. Yeah, I love it. Well, and I'll keep mine. I'll check mine for the kiddos. But, but when we're at home, like your, you know, your phone. You work from your phone. Yep. Your entertainment's from your phone, and from my side, it looks exactly the same. So I never know if you're working or playing or whatever. But typically, I mean, that's twenty-four-seven. Like, yeah, always. I'm on my phone a lot. Always doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's really easy to do, I think, especially now. And that's why I think there should be a time where you put your phone down for a while. 
mm-hmm. you know, something we have to do because um, it's super easy. It's in your pocket. It's close to you. It's on the bed, you know, wherever it's at. Um, I mean, the first thing I typically do when I get up in the morning is I'm up at whatever time, 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning. Boom. Grab the phone. Check it. Look through emails. You know, make sure. But sometimes that can start your day very, very shitty starting a day like that. Mm -hmm. Because you check an email and you got whatever. Maybe it's a bad email or maybe it's whatever it may be. Uh, Something that's not good. And that's the very first thing you see before you even get out of bed, you know. Um, So, guys, start sending us some good emails, you know. (laughs) Get Jason's day rolling, (laughs) right? No, just joking. We really don't ever get any. um, We never never get any bad emails. But, um, you know, it could just be something that business-wise, you know, you have to, this is coming up, you have to pay this, or, you know, this is due for renewal, you got to do that. I mean, there's just stuff that you see. Um, But, you know. So, back to how we balance everything. I think as far as marriage goes, I think it's really important to sit down with your partner and ask them what is important to you. Really get to, to know what, not what you think is important, but what is really important to them. So that way that you can really set your priorities. I think that's a great idea because um, let's be real, fellas. Do you really know if you don't ask? Probably not. Probably not. No, you can guess. You can guess. And you can think you know. And you can go on for a year thinking that, oh, yeah, I got it all. I got it all down. I got it all right. And it's really not even a thing that that matters. Um, So it's a good idea. Communication. Big. Big time. And that's why this podcast I love because really it gives you and I time to do this as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're putting it out there in front of an audience, but. All right. Well, let's do it. Top three. It is what it is. Top three what? Sorry. What are your priorities? What are my priorities? Um, as far okay. as our marriage goes, top three priorities. You know, for me, I'm always a, I like things neat. I like things organized. Like, I'm a little bit of a clean freak. You know that. Mm-hmm. So are you, though. So yeah. are you. But I like that. Like, I hate coming home to, like, a mess. And we, I mean, I really don't ever anymore. Um, since our new house, it's very low maintenance, and I love it. I love it. We've been here for how long? A year and a half? Mm-hmm. A year and a half at this house. And it's just low maintenance, and I absolutely love it, and I, I wanted it to be that way. Um, from the outside to the inside, um, it's just low maintenance. There's not a bunch of little, there's not stuff everywhere. That's one thing I can't stand is stuff. Um, I think at our, at our last house, we had a little too much stuff. And the house was gigantic. Mm-hmm. So you, you had to fill it with stuff. Um, this one is just very easy, and I like that. So that's a big thing to me, I think. Coming is, home to a clean house? Yeah, I just, like it, I just like it clean. I mean, we've come home from vacations. <laughs> guys, I'm telling you. Focus you on. Oh, my gosh. Like, you want to. All right, so, and this has happened a lot of times for us because we've been on a good bit of vacations and trips. We come home, and you have this good time, and you're, like, having a great time, and everything is good. And no, no worries. You get home, and by that time, truthfully, a couple days, three, four, five days, we're both ready to come home. We're both ready to come home and see the kids. You know, we've had a great time. Let's go back home, see the kids, get back in routine, get back in the gym, do everything, you know, the schedule, the, the routine. And um, 
and I just lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. Okay, yes. <laughs> you can blame that on Chris the Coon over here. Um, the uh, holy shit, I can't even think. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. You don't know what's behind the scenes here. Um, just another way to keep our marriage alive. Um, you're talking about coming home to yeah, a mess. Yeah, okay. So coming home to a mess. We've come home, and you're ready to come home. You're ready to see the kids, and you walk in the door, and the house is just trashed. I'm talking, and it's not like it's ruined, but there is just shit everywhere, everywhere. Like every toy that you can imagine is pulled out. There's like pots and pans, like it's been cooking on for weeks and just. <laughs> Come on, that's not true. No, it is. It weeks. is true. It is, it's what, it, well, it's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just everywhere. And I'm like, and the kids are trying to give you hugs. You're trying to say, hey, hey. But like, I'm looking around and I'm like, holy shit, what happened? And then, so you know, the first thing you're going to do is you're like, I got to clean. And that sucks. So that I don't like. There was one time, I'm going to go on a quick story real quick on the same topic. We, uh, it was Kennedy. Yep. Kennedy. So we hired a sitter. We hired a few babysitters. Well, we had a few. We had a few. Yep, in rotations. But we hired a new sitter from Care.com. And Care.com, there's nothing wrong with it. It's good. We've had good babysitters from that. But this one, I won't say her name. Don't. Say, yeah. Just in case she may be listening. <clears throat> but let me just say, she was. Uh, she came and she did like the interview process with us. And I had to leave during the interview process because it was so long that I uh, I, I left Krista hanging. Okay, I left her so hanging. Rude. I ain't gonna lie. So rude. I left her hanging on that one, and she spent probably the next two hours. Yes. Is that what it was? Two hours with her, right? And they were talking basically like uh, you know, girl talk, best friend talk. What it, it seemed getting like getting to know each other. It was really, really weird. Be getting to know her, which is fine. I want to. Oh know no, 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 that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But it was like. It just became like... A bit much. Yeah. Like it would just lasted and lasted and lasted and lasted. But anyways, so we ended up hiring her. And um, maybe she's... She, she watched the kids a few times. Was I think she was taking the last shift. Yeah. Before we got home. But she watched the kids a few times prior to no, this. She no, she did didn't. Not. Oh, dang. Okay, no. so it was the first time. So um, we went in... Krista went into labor. We went to the hospital. So I stayed there, right? We were there for three days, I think. So the sitters were doing their rotations and everything, and she was the last one before we came home. Now, we called her before we came home saying, hey, we're getting out of the hospital. We'll be home in whatever, 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it was, sometime this afternoon. Well, we get discharged, and we pull around, pick her up, put little Kennedy girl in the back seat, and we're on the way home, and we're driving super slow right no bumps gotta drive very careful and we get home we're like all right welcome welcome to your new home kennedy and we walk in and the babies first of all this is about is it about was it noon or like 12 one o'clock it was it pretty was early later in, the afternoon. in the afternoon yeah all right so it's in the afternoon and the sitter was um laying on the couch i don't know if she was sleeping before we came or if she woke her up when we opened the door i'm not really sure um, she definitely looked well rested. She looked well rested, though. Yeah, she was definitely bright eyed. Um, there was so much shit all over our house. It was just like it was like a like a tornado ran through the place. Um, 
And Cannon was, I think, in the corner crying. No, no. Where Cannon was Cannon? Cannon was in his crib crying oh, he was in it his out. Crib which crying. I made it clear to her that Cannon was not a cry it out kid. Okay, yes, that's right. That's right. And he, so he was, what? He would have been two? No, like 17 months old. 17 months. Ella was three. She was over in the corner playing by herself. Trash everywhere. Now, I had a C section and I was literally having to step over toys and trash trash and shoes and that's not what you want to do whenever you come home because that's not how we leave our house no so we don't leave it's not like that's what she came into and it's like oh yeah this is just how it is no 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 like it's not like that um so i remember her jumping up off the couch and being like Oh yeah, you know uh, what can I help you with? What can I do? Uh, I what don't know. I maybe do? clean the house before I get home. <laughs> what can I do? And she was like, "I ordered a bunch of movies off off of your <laughs> off your TV," and we're just like, "Ridiculous!" All right, like we didn't mind like, that she ordered movies, but I mean that wasn't the issue. But, but it was just like nothing doing? else was done. <laughs> you are not rocking my son to sleep. You're not playing with Ella. You're definitely not picking up the crap that's laying all over the house just <laughs> lay on my couch and watch some movies kids are great but they're i guess good. she kept the kids alive <laughs> barely but I'm alive just saying if there had been a situation she wasn't taking care of it yeah but we came home and the kids were alive so that was a plus oh and the bonus was so you were gonna bring me home go get my medicine afterwards mm-hmm. i lay down in bed and she comes up there girl what you need <laughs> <laughs> like you really don't want to hear my answer to that right now. You don't need to move a muscle. You just lay right there and relax. I'm like, it's really hard to relax when I know that all you're going to be doing for the next 24 hours is cleaning. You, not her. You. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Uh, go downstairs and clean my house. That's what I need. <laughs> Needless to say, we sent her home. We sent like, her home and never called her again. Yeah, we never called her again. It's horrible. It's hit or miss. It's hit or miss with babysitters, especially in this area. It's very tough. Well, we got some very, and very not awesome. Not everybody ones. lives the way that we live, so maybe that was normal to her. Well, I don't know because we've ha- we have sitters now that are awesome. We never come home to that. Yeah. But anyway, so, so that that's, was your that's number one. one. That's number one. Clean freak Jason. Clean freak Jason. That's right. Organization. I need it. I need it. What's number two? Number two is what is my number two you know i like um i like good connection i like that like being connected being real i like that what you mean well you know not like uh not some like i hate the surface shit i hate that like i hate the fakeness you know what i mean like like even with our friends we're talking about marriage i know i know that's it runs in all areas of my life okay same thing so you want me to keep it real with you well you do you do. <laughs> you do. So, when I'm slacking, you tell me. Yeah. You know, you tell me. And, you know, I tell you too. You just don't take it as well. You just don't take it the same way I do. Um, <laughs> Listen, there's a, there's a processing system here, okay? Like, and what comes out immediately may not be how I really feel it's just how I respond to it <laughs> no but I hear real. you <laughs> yeah so the worst person ever to train and you know that's what we do those of you that don't those of you that maybe are just listening to this or don't know our story so we have um 
we have a um, we have a gym. You know, uh, do a lot of training, a lot of coaching with everybody, different people, men, women, uh, young, old athletes. It, it doesn't matter. If you want to get better, that's what we do. That's what we're there for. Um, but the hardest person ever to train in my entire life <laughs> is my wife. Okay. She's the only one that talks shit. She's the only one that talks back. Listen, I'm going to be the only person that's going to tell you that I'm not going to do 100 burpees. Sorry, it's not happening. And even though she knows she needs to do it. There's another way around that. And I feel like you're just taking it out on me. You're just torturing me. For some reason, she thinks that she can get get away with not doing these things. No, I'm going to do what I want to do. You see that? You hear that? Everyone heard that, right? That's what I'm talking about right there. That is what I'm talking about, okay? Well, then you'd be like, do 500 squats. I'm like, why? You don't like my butt? What's wrong with my butt? Exactly. So, I would take you it know personal. What? I'm firing you as a client. You're done. Fine. That's it. You're done. I trained myself. Hardest client ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. That's why I had to go into group training. I could not train with you one on one because when we're in a group, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not taking it as personal. Yeah. So, guys. Sometimes you have to get somebody else to, to Train do the work. Wife. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's not that's that's okay. So, anyways, yeah, connection, big big time. I like that. <clears throat> How do we get off on that tangent with connection? I don't know, but that's that's number two. Okay, what's number three? What's number two for me? Number one is what? You like to have like a well kept house. Yes, number two. Connection. Connection. Got it. Number three. Ooh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's either sex or food. Oh, it's sex over food. But I do love food. <laughs> you know? That's a toss-up. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> there, okay, so this is great. Tell everybody what you say that I do a lot. And I don't even realize I do it. And there's two things that I do it about. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? You about to get TMI? No, 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 no. No. Uh, with food? Well. What'd you do? Mm. There's. <laughs> so listen. That's how I know it's like a good meal. What are you like, doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> There's two things I really get excited about. Okay. Besides like two things outside. And that was what? What's number one? Two th- like, a, like two things outside of here. I don't know what you're talking you know, about. Food. All right. Look, if it's a good ass oh, meal, oh, oh, it's like outside. an awesome oh, yeah, meal. Yeah, you right? get excited about food and cars. Cars and food. Yeah. I, you have never broke your neck to look at a woman. I have never seen you do that. <laughs> if you're breaking your neck, I know it's a car. Like, damn, do you hear that? Did you hear did you hear the exhaust on that Lambo yes. just now? That shit sounded good. Yes. You know, I love it. So <laughs> those are really the two things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean like a good like I had a um, um, just like an awesome steak, an awesome steak. I'm I'm all about. Um, I was at uh, where are we at Cuvee. I think I was doing that yes. at Cuvee when I was there. So we went to Cuvee, and I had their um, I had their tomahawk steak when they first opened. That thing was off the chain. I don't talk about that about many things. But How that many ounces was, was that? So 42 ounces. I can't remember. And you ate every single bite. 42 ounce steak. Yeah. Crushed that thing. And I think I ate and two sushi had, rolls. Yeah. And um, pie. Did I have pie? Yeah. Mm. 
And I yeah. think the waitress was like, I have never seen anybody eat like this. <laughs> so shout out to Cuvee. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Five Meatballs they and got- a String Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they, got that, they got that good stuff up there. That's our buddy's place. Good people. Good yes. food. Um, so what was your number three? Well, I didn't say it yet. I did not say it yet. Well, let's hear it. All right. So what we're going to do before I get to number three, it's your turn. One and two. No, no. You've got to finish. No. Oh, no, Because no, you don't no, know. No, no. You don't know what your number three is, I do you? I really don't, to tell you the truth. I knew it. I really don't. I think those are, maybe I don't need three. Maybe it's my, those are my top two. That's how it works. I just don't mm, need three. Okay. All right. So what's priority number one in my marriage? What do I need from you? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm asking. Communication. Okay. So, all right, good. That's extremely important to me. And I'm a talker, and you're, you can be. I'm a listener. Be. Yeah. I like to listen. I like to sit back and really listen. A lot of people like to talk. I don't mean this is you just like to talk, but people like to talk and ask questions and then talk again without ever hearing what the question, the, the answer was to that question. Yeah. I don't mind listening. No, but I'm talking to like with us like mm-hmm. i like to talk things out i need yeah yeah you do i need a resolution i need communication i need honesty and good bad indifferent whatever i don't care just i need an open dialogue all the time so that's priority number one for me is communication okay number two I don't really know what number two would be other than like, I don't know if there's a word. I'm sure there's a word for it and it's just not coming to me. I need somebody who will like get in the trenches with me when it's bad. Like I want them right yeah, there next go to, to me. Mm-hmm. And when it's good, they're, you know, they're, they're right by my side. I, what's the word for that? I don't know what the word for that. I would don't be. know, but I'll say this. Anytime. So I'm, a, I'm the type of person who, if it's something like, especially if it's business related and I'm handling different business situations and I'm handling, you know, growth factors and, and just different things that I'm doing, there problems arise, right? So that happens with everything, like especially in business. There will always be problems. And that does, a problem doesn't mean it's a bad problem. It could be a good problem. You could have a growth problem, but you run out of space. Where we need money for this because we're growing at this pace or whatever it is. There's different factors. But um, I'm really the type of person that typically will just handle it and do it. And even if I'm stressed out about it, I do it. And I don't yeah. even tell you anything about it. Right. Like you have no idea. Right. Now you might know, see that I'm a little stressed or I'm a little mm-hmm. distracted or whatever. But I don't tell you about it. And I'm just like, ah, oh, it's not nothing for her to worry about like I got it like I'll figure it out I'll take care of this or that and there's no reason to even tell her you know what I mean there's already enough shit going on in, in life so no reason but what I've found is those times that I've really been stressed and you're like what is going on I'm like ah oh, well it's this or that or we're figuring this out I've felt a hundred times better telling you after I did not to put more stress on you but I just felt as though yeah. alright shit we got this together you know what I mean right like, we'll figure it out well, and that way also, whenever I know that you, excuse you, Sorry. rude. I need a little water. Okay. Whenever I know you're stressed, I feel like I need, 
I can make things a little bit easier at home. Like, I'm not going to come to you with every little thing that happened during the day that went wrong or bad or whatever, whenever I know that you're already stressed out. Like, I can refrain from my normal nuisance, whatever, that I need to come to you and tell you about when I, I know you're extra stressed. Or make sure that you're coming home to an environment that is not chaotic i'm not going to have the kids running all over the neighborhood nobody's had dinner or baths whenever i know that you're at your max capacity of stress so i'll try to make it a little bit easier for you to come home whenever things are you know like that that's why it's important to communicate though Mm -hmm. because unless i mean i can usually pick up on that kind of stuff but yeah okay so let me ask you this guys and as you can see our podcasts are not rehearsed. Okay, just know this. These are not rehearsed. These are not like far some, cry. From yeah, these aren't some scripted this or that. Like you're getting real shit. You're hearing it real and, and what the real stories are, real answers are, real things like that. Um, to me, that's very important for this for this organic. podcast. Yes. Um, there's so many things out there, and so many. There's a million podcasts. There's a million people posting on this or that that's just fake it's just fake guys so what i want to do is bring the realest rawest stuff so i mean you know we're just like you everybody's the same all right nobody's better nobody's worse it's just what are you capable of doing and and you're not alone it shows you're not alone in certain things um so with that what i was what i was going to say was what is from our relationship communication wise okay and we've been together for almost ten, nine years. Mm-hmm. Been nine years. So, with ours compared to past relationships, what's the difference? Is there a di- is there a difference? Are you asking me that question. I'm asking you. Yeah. Is there a difference? Yeah. Um, what's the difference? Yeah, our what's success now rate is way higher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I'll, I'll say this too. Um, you have always approached me with a level of respect that I have not gotten in some of my other relationships. In any okay. of my other relationships, you have always treated me with kindness and compassion and treated me as an equal as opposed to my previous relationships where I was almost dismissed like a nuisance. Okay. I feel that. All right. Ooh, that's kind of hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that though. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay, so can you answer the same question? The difference of ask me the question so I can really, really dig dig into this. Now, here's another thing you're going to find out. But I wish there was a, you know, some of these podcasts, we're going to have a little video, which will be short little clips to them as well. Uh, that You'll catch on Instagram or social media today. However, we do not have that. But if you just would have saw my wife's face <laughs> just now, okay, you would be saying the same thing that I'm saying in my head. So she's here. What are you saying? She's here physically. <laughs> now. I don't know what the hell she was just thinking about because she has no idea what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> you want me to ask you the same exact question? Um, God, we're waiting. Something about 
the previous relationships. What about it? The six. Mm, I was gonna say success, but no, that's not it. communication. Um, what was communication? Okay, the so difference? we're gonna let me help you. <laughs> let me let me help you out. I don't make you nervous here. It's just us. It's just us, and hopefully a lot of people listening. Um, <laughs> so, yes, communication. What's the difference now between my uh, like a previous? Um, 100% different. There was no communication, really. There really wasn't um, in my past relationships because typically I am not a communicator. I'm just not. So if you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't communicate, then nobody's talking. Right. I don't mean not talking. I don't mean you're sitting Communicating. in silence. Right. But yes, exactly. Um, well, I've made you dig deep. But I think I was forced out of that with you. Uh, yeah. Which is good. Which is exactly, it's great. Because that's what I was used to. You know, growing up, same thing. There was a communication in my house. Yeah. Between my dad and my mom and my, there, there, there wasn't. And we talked about everything growing mm-hmm. up. See, Even stuff you, you don't want to talk yes. about. So we talked about nothing. I remember, <laughs> this is how much communication was in my house. Let me tell you about the sex talk I had. This is deep, guys, so listen up. You might want to have this one with your children one day. I came downstairs one day, and there was a girl um, upstairs with me. Okay, and this is I was living at home. How old were you? Uh, I was older. I don't know. I don't know what I was, six, 17? 17, maybe, yeah, something like that. And... um. I came downstairs and my dad was coming out of his bed, I think out of his bedroom. And I, as I was coming down the stairs and he knew she was over and he was like, Jay, don't get that girl pregnant. All right. That, and that was the end of it. I was like, dad, I got you. All right. It's fine. Like that was the end of discussion. Now let me tell you the difference in my house. Remember we, we all used to have those encyclopedia Britannica whole set. Right? Yeah, we had those. Mom pulls out a book, opens up the encyclopedia to penis. <laughs> this is what a male's penis looks like. We're like, ew, don't say penis. Okay, what would you like me to call it? A tallywhacker? Ew, no, don't say <laughs> tallywhacker. What do you want me to call it? Um, just call it his thing, Mom. Just call it his thing. We don't need to know all the correct terms for this okay well this is his thing and what happens is his thing gets erected Ew! don't say erected <laughs> say something okay it gets hard <laughs> don't say hard and this is how the conversation now went. how old are you guys gosh well i'll say this uh, does she have this conversation some, with all of you or just you no me and jess okay. at the same time because somebody had made a comment to jess Whenever she was in fifth, sixth grade, something like that. And Jessica didn't know what it meant. So, and I'm the one, I was heard it. I'm the one that told mom about it. So mom wanted to sit down and have the talk with us right then and there so that we didn't hear it from somebody else because she didn't want it to be perversed. She wanted it. She wanted us to know that this is something that happens within a marriage, and it's when a man and a woman love each other, and this is how they make babies. And it was just too much information at an early age. But we did learn about it. I guess it was, I don't know, third. I was probably in third grade. Jess was probably in fifth grade. So much too young to really have that conversation. But that started early on. Like she was an open book with us. She talked about everything, which. 
I'm thankful for. I'm glad that I heard it from my mom and not from some... From the streets. Perverted kid. <laughs> well, we did hear it from perverted kid once. <laughs> Still, we talked about everything. And that's, that was my normal. So it's never been hard for me to talk about stuff because that's just all I've known. Right, right. Yeah, that was a complete opposite in our house. <laughs> complete opposite. Not just from that, but I think from everything. You know what I mean? Like, everything was kind of, um, I don't want to say hidden, but it was almost, it kind of was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could like, there's that. a lot of things I had to find out on my own. Yeah. Like, I had to figure out. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of strange. Um, but, I, yeah, that was, that was kind of how my whole childhood was. Um not that it was a bad thing. It was just a different thing. It was just different. To, but it was to me, it was completely normal. Yeah. You know? Um, All right. So, how do we balance everything? That's what we got to get back on that. How do we balance it? What we you, say no. We say no. That's right. Guys, that's it. Did you hear that? We've talked for 41 minutes. And the answer to the beginning of this podcast is we say no. Happily. We're, happily. You got to say no sometimes, guys. You have to say no. You can't say yes to everything because what happens? Then you're mediocre across the board. You do nothing great. We set our boundaries and we set our priorities. And anything that is outside of that, for the most part, is a no. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not bad to say yes. But if you say yes to everything all the time, that's not a good thing. You're overcommitting. You overcommit and underdeliver. Yep. Yep. We are much more about over-delivering. Say no to things that we have to say no to and over-deliver on the things we say yes to. You know, to feel really good about it and feel accomplished in it. Um, I know personally for myself, I feel, I don't feel good at all. I feel like complete shit when everything is only just okay. Yeah. If I'm not killing it at something, you know, whatever that may be. Um, and, and you're all going to have different things of what that is for you. You know, everyone's going to have something a little bit different of, of what that is. And, you know, it's all like a, the, the big thing is what I think you have to focus on is everything kind of bottlenecks, right? So you got all this stuff coming into life. It's like a stream, right? And it's going down to this bottleneck. It's getting small. So like at that point, what is that one thing that you can focus on? And sometimes you got to focus on just one thing at a time. Like, and get really good at that one thing. Really good at it. Whether that's your marriage, I'm going to get really good at this. We're going to really do this. We're not going to just, you know, go on a date once a year or on Valentine's Day or get flowers on Valentine's Day or something like that. You know what I mean? Ew. Like, it's going to be something you do, do consistently. So, Valentine's Day is really no different than any other day because you're doing it all year, you know? Um, we like to make that more about the kids. Valentine's Day. Like, yeah. we'll get them, like, yeah. all the cheesy stuff or whatever. Make it a special little holiday for them. Yeah. I mean, we don't really do... We, don't, I mean, we haven't done flowers on Valentine's Day for a long time or anything like that. No. We've done stuff. We've cooked dinner. You know, we just had just but another good day. It's but it's not it, anything that's like, oh, my gosh, this is our one day a year. Let's... Right, right, right. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't do it. Um, so, whatever that is for you is what you got to get really good at. And that's going to be your focus because you can focus... I think we what we do is we tend to that we know that one thing and we're like shit 
I know it's that thing, but I got to focus on these things too. So you start work focusing on other things that you know you could probably do a little bit better because that one thing is very hard to do. And then you start working on those, but it makes no sense to do those because there's this one thing that's stopping everything regardless. So it's going to get there and hit that wall and stop well, and stop I think and stop and stop. a great example of that is people that, that overcommit themselves with their children, which for us, that doesn't work because we have so many. We can't have every single one of them in two sports at a time. Yeah. And then all we're doing is playing taxi cab driver mm-hmm. from sport to sport to sport to sport. Like, you know, yes, we, we want our children to have their own thing, to grow and have a passion. And they each have their own little quirks and talents that we want to help them develop but it can't be all the same time no no and we and we tell them that yes but if we let them guys do whatever you want they would all have three different sports they were in three different activities they were in and they'd be all over the place and they wouldn't they would put no effort they wouldn't go all in for any of them no it'd be a little bit of this a little bit of that and they never get good at anything well Haley just asked me the other day like hey can, wanna, can I sign up for track I'm like really do, do you really have a passion for running because if that was the case You'd be out there running every day. She's never running. But you don't have a real passion for right. running. And I don't mind them trying anything. Yeah. But the thing is, but she just if you're not doing basketball. it, yeah, if you're not doing it, our, see, our kids, they like to sign up for stuff that their friends are in. And mm-hmm. I think that's all kids. Yeah. Like, my friend's in this, so I want to do this. My best friend's doing this, so I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. do you even care about that? Right. Do you even care about it? Because, and we tell them this, and I've told them this, maybe you don't tell them this as much, but I do. I said, listen, like, guys, what matters is what you care about to do. What your friends are doing, you might not even have those same friends in a couple of years. They might move. I mean, especially at the ages that our kids are, like they're going to have very, 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 very few friends that are still their friends in 20 years. Right. I only have one. It's, it's rare. Yeah. You're going to have a very small group. So it's the people that you're associated with that have, you know, I have a hundred friends. Um, we're, yeah. We go party all the time. It's like, you're not even going to be friends with those people. You're right. not. You know, like. Get a tight group, get a good circle, and stay with those people. And but at their age that they're at, you want them to have good friends, you know, good people around them. But at the same time, you don't have to do everything they do. Do what you want to do. Be your own person because they're they might be gone one day, and then what are you going to do? You're going to be stuck alone. Like, well, I don't know what they're doing anymore. So what am I going to do? Yeah, but that's also just another thing. Way that we balance, yeah, our lives is. We have to have our kids set their priorities and set their boundaries too. What do you yep. really, really want to do? Kennedy has been nonstop asking about gymnastics. Yes. So we signed her up for a gymnastics whenever Haley was done with basketball. And, then and what's she doing? She's killing it. She's just killing it. <laughs> she, <is. laughs> she really is. She's killing it. Um, so we, we let them take turns. Yeah, is Ella did her art. Yeah. Ella had art. Cannon hasn't had anything yet, really, but we're still trying to figure out. He's going to yeah, yeah. find his thing. He wants karate or jujitsu, I think. Or, or maybe playing cooking. instrument. Who knows? Or cooking. He has a lot of different things, so I don't really know yet. He has yet. a passion for food like you. He has a passion I for need food. I need to get her huh? Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah, he has a passion for food. Um, those of you that don't know much about, that aren't closely tight knit with us, uh, my son Cannon is—he has autism, and he's a—he's um, a food fanatic. All right, so that's his thing. <laughs> that's his thing. He's—he's uh, he's awesome. He has a huge heart. He's a lover. 
and he's also a fighter when he wants to be. He fights, and he fights me sometimes, even. <laughs> he attacks, I think he fights me more out of, out of anybody, but he, uh, he's the man. Super cool, super cool kid. He is seven years old now. So anyways, getting back to it, to finish this off, no is the key, I think. Saying Everybody no. right now, the hype is yes, man. Like, say yes. Yes. Say yes say to yes. everything. Say yes. Be at every event. Be every. No, guys. No. I'm telling you, that's not the way. That's not the way. Um, go to the ones you want to go to. That's cool. That's fine. Go out. Do what you want to do. But don't say yes to every single thing. Don't overcommit yourself to things you don't want to do. And if you have that thing in your back of your mind like, oh, I really don't feel like doing it, don't do it. Simple. Don't do it. But at the same time, there's going to be a lot of things that you know you need to do and you should do and you want to do that you haven't done. That, do those. That That's where your priorities yes. are in place. But you might not have done those. You know what I mean? Those are things like, I need. I know I need to do this. Like so many people are like, I know I need to work out. I know I'll feel better. I know, you know that once I get started, I'll get momentum and I'll be able to do this and do that, play with my kids again and feel better. Well, but they don't do pri- it. But that's a priority. Your health should be a priority. It should be a priority, you guys. That's one of the major, listen, out of everything, guys, that's a huge priority because without your health, trust me. You have nothing. Your money doesn't matter. Nope. Your marriage really doesn't matter that much because no one's going to help. I mean, what are you going to do when you're laid up in the hospital bed? Okay, your marriage is now second tier. So, Take care of yourself. Take care of you. That's the big thing. Save yourself. Fix yourself. And then you can work on everything else. And you can work on those th- things simultaneously as well. But fix yourself. Take care of you. So I have a question. Yes. If somebody came to you and they're like, oh my gosh, Jason, how do you balance owning your own business? You motivate your team members. They're looking to you for advice. You have a lot of children. You have a great marriage. What's your secret? What's your key? If, you, if they could have one takeaway from that, what would it be? See, the thing, and people ask me that. I yeah. do get that question. I do get that question. And I never give a generic answer for that. Well, does it need to be a generic answer? No, I never, was, I know, I know. I never give a generic answer. So what is I never it? give an answer like, this is what you need to do. Just like we're talking about now, I don't give a one answer or a one line thing like do this, do that, and you're good. Um, I think every situation your is situation. different. Your situation. What would you say But if they were to ask you? me, if they were to ask me, I would tell them, I would tell them this. Exactly what we've been talking about. This podcast is what I would tell them. I would, you know, now I say, well, that's you, you can't have a 15 minute conversation. Go listen, with go listen to podcast number uh, seven or eight, whatever yeah. it is. But no, truthfully, what I'll say is you got to take care of you first. Okay. Make sure you're good. Make sure your health is in order. You know how many guys that we deal with that are in business that are making a ton of money? They're killing it, right? Money wise is not an issue. They're not having any financial issues whatsoever, but their marriage sucks, but their health really sucks. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. That's why I always push the health first. Come in and work out. Because the other thing about that, forget I'm overweight 100 pounds or 150 pounds or 50 pounds, whatever it is. Forget that. Forget that portion of it. It'll get your mind right. Get up, get up an hour earlier in the morning. Do that. Start with that. Get up one hour earlier. So I always tell people, do the simple things. It's not about doing the hard things, the things like, 
I'm going to reinvent the wheel. I want to hear something that I want to hear something that I haven't heard before. It's not that. Yeah. There's really no new information. That's the truth. There's really no new information out there. You know everything. And maybe you don't know it. You've heard it before. But how did you hear it? And did you put it into action? Did you execute on it? That's the big thing. Like, so I always tell people, like, oh, I want to lose weight. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. So we go back. Well, what have you been doing this week? Let me hear about your day. Let me hear about what you've done. Oh, well, you know, I got it. I get up about nine o'clock, get up an hour earlier. Get up an hour earlier. Watch what you get done an hour, in an hour earlier. Watch what you can get done in that amount of time. Set that alarm. You don't have to get up at three o'clock like I do. Yeah. You don't have to do that. I mean, for some people, it works great. For some people, it doesn't. But if you're getting up at eight o'clock, if you're getting up at nine o'clock, get up an hour earlier and get up and be proactive about what you do in that hour. Watch how your day goes, you know? Get things done. Do the things you don't want to do. That's another thing. Do what you don't want to do. Do what you know you should do, but do with the things that you've been putting off. If you've been putting it off, that's what needs to be done right now. And you got to do it immediately. You can't give your time. You can't give time. Say, oh, I'll do it tonight at 6 o'clock. No, no, you got to do it immediately. Do it right now. I have to work out. You know, I don't really feel like it. Well, then work out right this second. Start now. Drive to the gym and work out right now. Or do 100 burpees. It's a pattern interrupt. That's what it is. It's a pattern interrupt. So it's what you're used to doing. Boom. You interrupt that pattern. Boom. And it changes immediately how you feel. You know? I think that's big. I think that's big. Um, But it's the very, very, very simple things. And doing the simple things consistently. Which is like you and I. Having good conversations consistently. You and I. Um going on vacations or going on a trip or doing something together, uh, uh, going to lunch while the kids are at school consistently, doing these things, you know? Um, For the kids, same thing, taking them somewhere consistently, you know, having that time with them too. Um, For clients, like drinking water. Like you're not drinking water and you want to lose weight? You're not drinking water and you want to be healthy? You're drinking 20 ounces? Well, right there. Forget supplements. Forget taking... Uh, I got my BCAAs, I got my protein powder, I got my amino, you know, I got my uh, maltis. It's like, why are you taking all those if you can't even drink the water? Yeah, there's no replacement for that. You can't replace it. You know, it's like you got, you have to be a master of all the simple things. I don't even think it's that difficult. I don't think there's no, there's nothing in that list that I would say that is a difficult to do. Okay, one more question. So your number four was special needs. Well, that can mean any, those are just my top four. There's yeah, yeah. not any specific order. Anything you want to touch on with that? Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. If you want to touch on that, uh, special needs can be a complete shit show. Literally. Mm. And I have a picture. And figuratively. Yes. Yeah. I have a picture of shit all throughout a room, all mm-hmm. over the walls. Not a one-time occurrence. Mm-hmm. And anymore, it's very rare. We've had it in this house, though. Yep. I have a picture of that. And that was horrible. But it brings me You know why right you have back. a picture of that? Because I took it and sent it to you. No, I took it. <laughs> no, no. The one that's all over his doorknob. The doorknob. I took that picture oh, and sent it to you. That's what I woke up to. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. So, it's like... It's totally... You don't know what to do or expect until you are in that situation. Until you're doing it. Until, until you're doing it. You think, you think, okay, I've got this. I, I had two children. You had your man. 
And then we have Canon together and we think, okay, cool. We got this. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Wrong. Totally, totally different. different world. Mm-hmm. Everything yep. that you know, toss it out the window and start again. Having, I believe having a special needs child is like having four or five children combined. <laughs> it's like the same amount of work as if you had four or five other children. Yeah. In one. Mm-hmm. Plus meltdowns. Plus feces on the wall all over. Um, years ago, how old was Cannon back then? When? Uh, at, at the um, Dominica. Dominica Courthouse. Two? He was two. Every single... Guys, every day. This is no exaggeration. Every day, we would wake up. We would go in Cannon's room. Before you got to his door, we had to shut his door because he would... Uh, sneak out at night actually we turned his doorknob around didn't Mm -hmm. we we had to turn his doorknob around and lock it from the outside but we would open his door and before you got to it you smelled it Mm -hmm. you smelled you're like oh oh, here we go again right open the door and it was just everywhere poop everywhere everywhere all over the walls i mean he had carpet in that room we were like constantly steam cleaning. Mm-hmm. It was so much extra work. We did it all the time. We did it every day. And it was just something he was, that was like, he gets in his things. And that was one of them at that point. And it, how long did that last? How old is he? <laughs> Lasted seven years. <laughs> no, it, it, it didn't, it didn't last that long. still has his uh-huh. moments. There's still though. moments, yeah. Yeah, um... I swear if he if he has like a touch of gluten, yep. that's what happens. So he's gluten free. So if he gets gluten, there's always issues. So even if he has gluten free food, say it's fried at a restaurant and they fry it in the same fryer as something that's breaded, mm-hmm. it affects him. Yep. Yep. So we dealt with that for a long time. Um, and then recently, I mean within the last year. We would pack him, I told you guys he's a food fanatic. We would pack him a lunch, all gluten-free, for school. And he would go to school and he'd eat his lunch at snack, right? Everything. At like 9 o'clock. And then come at 10, 30, 11 o'clock when it was lunchtime, he'd open his lunchbox, there wouldn't be anything. So the teachers are like, oh my gosh, like, you don't have any food. This poor kid needs to eat. What this poor kid doesn't need to eat. So, because he already ate all of his food, which was plenty. So they would send him through the line to get a school lunch which is not gluten-free, you know? So he would be, so Kennedy would come home and tell us, Cannon ate funnel cake today for lunch. And we're like, what? He's not supposed to, you know? So he was like restricted and everything else. But... So bad that he got a referral to the GI. Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't figure it out until we realized that he was eating these school lunches. So that's what it was. Yeah, school lunches. But it was just gluten, you know? Yeah. Wherever he eats it, that's, that's what happens. And... uh that in itself is a whole nother podcast. I think Canon autism, I think special needs, all that we could go on for days. We yes. could literally go on for days. And, and I'll and say, you know the most about that. You've done the most research and you've done the most work and you've yeah, done the most. But that, yeah, that is a, a totally different podcast. But I'm saying, as far as like what does, what it does to a marriage having a special needs child. Oh, okay. So let's talk about that. Is a normal marriage, what's the percent rate? Um, what's, the, what's the divorce race? Uh, rate, rate of a normal marriage. I have no idea. I believe it's fifty three percent. I could be wrong. I believe that's what it is. Um, I know over half. I over know half. that 
the statistics of divorce with having a special needs child, especially autism, Which is, is, is really high. It's I don't low. know what the number is, but I know it's really high. It's very high. I don't know what it is. I don't want to say it because I don't and know what it is And I can see it. Easily. Easily. It's super stressful. Yeah. It's very stressful. Not just on you, on your marriage. Extremely, extremely well, especially stressful. Especially whenever you want to tackle it in two different uh-huh. ways. Yeah. And there's times that you and I have two different approaches to, to mm-hmm. K-Man. Um, but at the end of the day, we do have each other's back. And I think that's yeah. been our saving grace. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we always said. Like, regardless of what happens, we have each other's back on it. And, that, and that's that. I mean, there's been days that you've come home to me curled up in a ball, crying my eyes out because I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. The meltdowns lasting for hours and him banging his head on the floor and destroying his room. And there just, there was, I could not comfort him. And that was, it just ripped my heart as being, you know, his mother. I, yeah. could, I could always comfort my kids. And that's at the point where no matter what I had going on, you forget all that. Mm-hmm. You, and you jump and you take care of it. You do whatever you think you can do. Yeah. Right? And you've done that for me. Yep. You know, I'm like stressful. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like going to lose my mind. I'm going to put my head through the damn wall, right? And I really felt like I was going to put my head through a wall before. Yeah. Well, and I think Ken feels and like Ken feels the same way, yeah. I think. Yes. And what's crazy is when I was a kid, I see a lot of stuff that Cannon does now. I'm like, damn, I did that stuff. Like, I punt. My room was a mess. I remember punching holes in my walls, kicking holes in my Now, let alone, I mean, that was an old, but at least like, you can year old ex- house explain and, why you were right, pissed off. Right. Cannon did not have the words or the vocabulary or whatever to explain why he was so mad. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe what was hurting him, mm-hmm. what was bothering him, why he felt. You at least had the communication skills to say yeah. what was pissing you off. Right, right. Yeah, so that alone is a. Uh, is a huge factor. So anybody dealing with anyone that has any special needs children um, of any sort, just a huge shout out to you, you know, because it's not a, uh, it's not easy. It's not e- kids alone are not easy, let alone that it's just a whole nother ball game. Um, and there's not always answers and there's not answers. And you know what, if there are answers, there's a thousand different answers, which usually puts people in. You just can't a world even pick doing one. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And that's with a lot of things in life. It's too difficult. There's too many, too many variables, too many, too many options that you don't do anything because you don't know what to do. And you want to do what's best. You want to do what you think is right. But you have this doctor telling you that this is right. And you have another doctor telling you this is right. You're like, well, they're both doctors. Like I should listen to now. What do I do? You know, so you don't know what to do. So sometimes you just got to go on what you feel is right. And I think that's the best bet on yourself. I think you have to bet on yourself a lot of times. Well, and I think listening to your, your own gut research. yeah is extremely important yeah. there are so many times that you have a gut intuition for a reason listen to it yeah. follow it yeah it's, it's trying to, it's trying to speak to you yeah i think that's huge i think that's huge that's uh that's big that's big so that's why the number four is a number that's why i put a number four mm-hmm. in there so we got the trifecta we're gonna call that the uh the quadrant instead. Now there's four. So there you go. Those are the four things that'll really make you uh, a crazy man or crazy woman. <laughs> you want to get in the crazy zone, go ahead, do those four things and you're all set. You're all good, set. guys. The trifecta is enough. Okay. Um, but, you know, 
that's just uh that's a life that we live and uh you wouldn't know, have it any other way when we look back at it yeah exactly there's nothing wrong with it so we'll call it controlled chaos it is for the, now it's controlled chaos and that's how we live though I think. well some days are controlled some other way everybody's on their own yeah but I like controlled chaos. Chaos is okay. Chaos is not a bad. People think chaos and they like this horrible thing. Chaos isn't bad. Controlled chaos is where it's at, though. That's where it's at. You get a lot of shit done, and it's like, oh my gosh! You look back and they're like, how did I? How do we do it? Yeah. And, but you did it, you know. So that's a pretty cool we'll thing. We'll be saying that in ten, fifteen years. How do we do it? Huh. How do we survive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're all contributing members to society. We did our job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> so guys I appreciate y'all listening that was good it's kind of what we wanted to talk about today and I hope you guys got something from it and I hope you can um, talk to your wife your husband whoever that may be and um, sit down and have a conversation have a real conversation ask questions listen get answers answer questions ask the uncomfortable questions yep. as I like to do that's the key that's it. That's it. The surface level shit is not going to cut it. Make them sweat a little. Make them sweat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, we do that. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you very much. Please make sure to share it. Give us a little, uh, like I said, give us a damn review. I need a thousand. You hear that? I need a thousand of you to give us 1,000 reviews. Can you do that for me? It only takes you two minutes. And if you're on iTunes, they made it very simple. All right, before it was difficult, so I get it if you didn't do it before, but they changed it, so it makes it much easier to do, okay? So download it. If you don't, you can go to the website too, Becoming Unbreakable War Room. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening. We are signing out. Bye.